Yeah, I poured my heart out into that book and just spoke from my heart, basically. And my editors cleaned up any of the punctuation or uh, the grammar that needed to be straightened out. And they did a great job. Welcome to A Healthy Bite. You're one nibble closer to a more satisfying way of life, a healthier you, and bite-sized bits of healthy motivation. Now let's dig in on the dish with Rebecca Huff. Today's guest is Philip Moser. He is the author of the book, Free and Fearless, The Amazing Impact of One Precious Life. This book tells the story of his daughter, Brittany, and how she was diagnosed with Addison's disease and how she lived a courageous life full of happiness and inspiration. And he shares this story about Brittany in hopes of spreading awareness about Addison's disease. Hope you enjoy today's podcast. Um, So can you briefly explain to us about Addison's disease and how it impacted Brittany's life? Basically how her life changed before she, from before she started having symptoms to once she started having symptoms and she basically diagnosed herself, right? Right. Yeah. The first time she went to the emergency room, they couldn't find anything specifically wrong with her. And so they determined she was not life threatening and just sent her home. Mm -hmm. And she called me that night and she Mm -hmm. was just devastated because she knew she was sick And she told me, they're treating me like all I want is drugs. Mm -hmm. And she was just absolutely devastated, the fact that they just sent her home. And so that's when she went to work on trying to figure out what she had herself. Now, she had, in her college years, a thyroid issue. She kind of managed, which a lot of people have thyroid issues. And that just seemed to progress worse over the years. It went into uh, Hashimoto's disease. I don't know if if you're familiar with that or not. Mm -hmm. And um, then it progressed into the Addison's, which was much worse. And when she got the Addison's, it was life changing. And she had gone from living a absolutely adventurous lifestyle of of being a flight attendant and flying everywhere every day and meeting new people and new places and just living the dream Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. when she got addison's she was so sick when they diagnosed her they had told her that she had the lowest blood pressure they'd ever seen in a person that was still alive And uh, the only thing they really could do for her was supplement with steroids, the cortisol that her body didn't produce. And she did not get along well with the steroids. Uh, Sometimes she would say the symptoms, the side effects of the steroids were worse than the disease. And so she always was managing the symptoms of her disease with the side effects of the steroids. And she found a healthy balance that she could live with. She lived a healthy lifestyle and she found a balance. But far as before and 
after, it was like night and day. She'd gone from living a, a lifestyle that we only dream about to days she couldn't even get out of bed. And so it was a dramatic change for her. Now, Addison's disease is, is very scary. Some people maybe have heard about people who have cortisol levels that are too high. Because typically when we hear about cortisol, it's because people are making too much cortisol from stress from their lives and things like that. But with Addison's disease, she didn't have cortisol and so she had to replace it, correct? Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. With, without the cortisol is your stress hormone that, that builds up your uh, defense mechanism against stress. So she had to choose a lifestyle where she could cause as little of stress as possible. And like what we're going through now with the coronavirus, it's just a small, small sample of the magnitude of what she had to deal with. Mm-hmm. Not only was she uh, didn't have a defense mechanism against stress, any virus or uh, germs and stuff could it attack her compromised immune system and it could be life-threatening. So with someone like Brittany with Addison's disease, if she got sick, her own body would, instead of using the immune system to fight off the virus or bacteria, her immune system would attack her body, correct? Exactly. And that's exactly the way she put it. She says when under stress that her own body would attack her. Mm-hmm. So she had to live a lifestyle where she just totally minimized stress as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Now, I know you said that she was a very adventurous person. And yes. I read a lot about uh, your adventures together in the book. And I, I loved that you included a lot about how you guys had such a special bond. Was it like that from her childhood? Or can you tell me a little bit about how you built this bond with your daughter? Yeah, we, in fact, the second chapter is about how we really grew our bond and it, we just maintained it over the years. We just naturally went together, I guess, <laughs> I use those, the phrase peas and carrots, just they do. We just went together naturally and we could talk to each other. Even if we hadn't seen each other in a long time, we'd pick up exactly where we took off from the last conversation. We were always in sync with one another. And you tell about this in the book where Brittany found this list and uh, it was list of adventures in Colorado, correct? Correct. And she wanted you to be the person to go on these adventures with her. How did you feel about that? I was honored. Um, She had a lot of friends. I mean, I haven't, I don't know anybody that had as many friends as she did. She was a very likable person. And most of the friends that I've talked to since her passing have said, I knew she was my best friend in about 30 seconds. She was just that warm and inviting and just uh, loved life, and you just wanted to be around her. She had so much energy and, and enthusiasm. She just had a lot of friends. When she asked me to go with her, it was just, it was, it was an honor. She was almost 30 years old, and she still wanted to spend time with her father. I was, I was totally honored. 
I love that. So she um, was very adventurous and she liked to be outdoors and do all of these things. Um, she was a flight attendant for a while until her illness kept her from right. doing that. Outside of her physical symptoms that she experienced from Addison's disease, how would you describe her mental outlook during all of this? She was always positive. She was adventurous and she loved life. She lived in the moment like nobody I've ever known. And I learned a lot from that. And I learned how to redefine living in the moment. I know that's a phrase used a lot, living in the moment. She redefined it for me like nothing I'd ever seen before. And she, she always had the message that you can always be more and do more than you think you can. And she was absolutely right. She had great insights and could see the best in people and bring it out. And that's what she did for me. I love that. I have a women's group uh, and it's just a women's support group for women who experience chronic illness and um, various debilitating diseases. And I think keeping a positive mental outlook is one of the biggest challenges. Of course, the physical <laughs> symptoms are always there, but when you have a good mental outlook, I think it helps with the physical aspect to a certain degree. If you could speak through her life and the way she uh, kept her mental outlook, just how you say she maintained this positive mental outlook, what would you say to people? Like, do you have any tips that you learned from her that you feel like other people could use? Well, with her, she loved life and she really loved who she was. And there was no illness or disease that was ever going to take that away. And she was holding on to that. And as long as you have ability to love, then you have the ability to rise higher in your situation than you might think. Mm, I love that. I love that. I know for a lot of people, including myself, I've dealt with uh, low um, cortisol for many years. I've struggled to help my adrenal gland to function properly. So I know that the fatigue can really, it can be depressing because when your life changes and you're suddenly not able to do things that in your mind you still want to do so bad, it can really get you down. So when I was reading Brittany's story, I was just amazed at her positive outlook because it's mm -hmm. such a struggle not to get depressed about it because it, the fact that you can't do something does not diminish your desire to actually go out and do it. So I was very impressed with that. Um, how do you think she handled these changes? Um, very good. She, she would have days she was down and had a hard time getting out of bed. But her spirit was just so light and, and um, she cared about people so much that it, it carried her through 
that the dark times and the, the really difficult struggles that she dealt with, as long as she had her mind, she could create happiness in any situation. As long as you have your mind, you can love and be loved. And that's what she did. And then after, after Brittany passed away, it was sudden. You weren't expecting this. She hadn't been in the hospital or anything, right? Can you tell us a little bit about um, what happened when you called her that weekend? Well, I sent her a message on Valentine's Day. And I sent one to the other three girls in my life. My, her older sister and Annika from Germany, who she's, she's extended family. And I got, I, I checked the next day and I got responses back from Annika and Camille, but Brittany didn't respond. And right then I knew there was something wrong because she always responds and she's just always so grateful and and so that's when we called to have them check on her. And uh, yeah, at this point, I was fearing the worst. We had called her work and they said, well, she hadn't showed up for three days. And that wasn't like her either. Her phone was dead. I tried to call her and her phone was dead. And so I was prepared for the worst at that point. Mm. She was dealing with a lot, and hope, we thought she was over the hump with the stress of a new job, and uh, but uh, apparently not. Um, it was it was uh, yeah, real difficult. I know. I read um, towards the end of the book after you found her phone, and you shared screenshots of of the last uh, you found the in her notes um and she wrote i've lived a very fulfilling and happy life i've lived as i wanted free and fearless happy and always at peace that was the most powerful words i've ever read in my life because it put meaning to everything Everything that we did was good enough. Everything that who we are was good enough. Mm. And she was at peace regardless of what happened. She put it on her phone four months earlier and took the lock off her phone just in case something would happen. So she cared so much about us that she prepared us for her passing. And she never told us that she put that message on her phone. We found it six months, six weeks after her passing. And uh, it was the most thoughtful thing I had ever seen from a human being that they wanted to comfort us even in their own past. They could view the world even if they weren't in it and how it would affect people. And she wanted to comfort them. That was the heart that she had. It, it struck me as what a huge loss that all of us lost a person of this caliber, but it also showed what a kind of a character that she really was that in the end, love conquers all. And she wanted us to know that. 
She definitely portrayed that message. And I think that you've captured the beauty of her personality in this book. And that was very touching. I, I appreciated that you put those very personal uh, parts of her story in this book. I don't know of any other story where somebody went to that much extreme to prepare other family members. It was very thoughtful. Yes. And so, yeah, it was a mixed message. It was heartbreak of the person that we lost. But at the same time, it was the most loving thing that I've ever seen and the most giving thing that I've ever seen from someone. Mm -hmm. I want you to tell us a little bit about the legacy that uh, Brittany has left behind and that you're helping to get this message out. I know there's a story behind the little butterfly on the back of your book. Can you tell us about that? Um, my oldest daughter, Camille, is a graphic designer. And the company that she works for creates logos and does advertise logos for businesses and they do a lot of specialized projects. And so when they heard about Brittany's story and that there was not a logo for Addison's disease, they took it upon themselves to do that for Brittany, was to create that logo and bring awareness to Addison's disease. And so the butterfly represents, uh, she was a butterfly, and it has the symptoms inside the butterfly. And if you turn the butterfly, I think it's sideways, it, it turns into a heart. That is so sweet. I had read the symptoms on the inside of the, um, yeah. the butterfly wings. That was brilliant. And so I know that a portion of the proceeds are also mm -hmm. contributing to her legacy. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I donate a dollar for every book I sell to the National Adrenal Disease Foundation, and they support people with Addison's disease, and they bring awareness to Addison's disease. And so that's exactly the kind of uh, support we would have enjoyed with Brittany. She was felt that she was alone with this disease. She didn't know anybody else that had it. The medical community had never seen it before. She needed uh, awareness and support about it. And she almost passed away before she was diagnosed. Right, she had two close calls, am I correct? Yeah. Right. Mm. And so, so people can find out more about the book and about Addison's disease by visiting your website, right? Correct. I, she had a video production degree with the goal of working in Hollywood. And so um, I wanted to honor her with a video. And so there is a link to, uh, to YouTube in the back of the book of the video that I made of our last adventure together. Yeah, it turned out great. I'm real happy with it. I think she'd be happy with me. I, I'm just I have another announcement also. She had a goal of working in Hollywood and I got a call last week from a Hollywood producer. They're interested in this story about doing a movie. Oh, that would be wonderful. 
So they're, they're going to do all the research and get back with me on, on how to proceed forward with turning this into a movie. Wonderful. Well, if you're listening and you want to find out more about Brittany's story, about the book, or about Addison's disease, you can visit the website freeandfearlessbook.com. And I'll have the link to that in my show notes. So you can just click on it and go check out the book and get more information. And you can also watch the video that uh, Mr. Moser is telling you about. It is uh, really, I have to say, I thought it was a really good video too. I had to watch it once I got to the end of the book. And I think that was, I don't want to give away too much about the story, but I thought that was beautiful that you and your wife went on that hike. Yeah, it was a very difficult physical challenge. Uh, It took us um, 10 hours from the time we left our car till we got back. Um, Yeah, it was very challenging at a high altitude. And... uh, we didn't have any major problems and uh, it was a huge success. Awesome, I love it. I love that you shared the video as well. So thank you so much for doing that. And is there any final words that you would like to um, share with us about the book or your website or anything else? Um, Far as honoring someone, a family member that has passed away, I would recommend do something in their spirit that they would enjoy and that it brings comfort and and closure to to that person. You feel like they would be smiling down on you and so that's meant a lot. Mm-hmm. I feel like what I've accomplished since her passing, she'd be smiling down and so it, it really brings a lot of comfort. And this journey is still continuing. I can't wait till uh, to find out more. Wonderful. Yeah, I think it's a wonderful story, and I I'd hope they do make a movie out of it because I'll be the first in line to see it. It was it was a beautiful <laughs> story and well written, and I hope it does bring more awareness to Addison's disease because, like you said, a lot of people, especially medical people, really don't know the signs and symptoms. Don't see it every day. Right. I've, I've had eight people contact me since I've been on the radio and TV that say they have the same thing and I, they appreciate what I'm doing is bringing awareness to their condition. Exactly. I think a lot of people don't really know a lot about the disease. And we know that I think John F. Kennedy was one of the only famous yes. people that we've ever heard of who actually had this disease. And so I just think there's, there needs to be more awareness of it. And your book is definitely going to propel it forward. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. And thank you for being on my show. I appreciate it so much. Well, thank you. It was great talking with you. Thanks for listening. Please rate and review so other people can learn about this podcast. Find out more about sleep, hygiene, eating healthy, tasty recipes, zero-waste lifestyle, and lots more on thatorganicmom.com. Help us spread the word. Be blessed and stay healthy.